Orson and Orrin West have been missing since December 21, 2020. They were last seen outside playing, according to their adoptive parents. Today, Trizel West, adoptive father, was charged with the murders of the boys. Hey everybody, welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. I'm Christy Brower, here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey Katie. Hello. How's it going? It's going well. Yeah. What can I say? Gorgeous Your team day. one. My team, team one. one. Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> I, if you don't know, you probably don't, but uh, <laughs> I am a huge Boise State fan. And Boise State, the men's basketball team has just been on fire this year. And I, we had to you know, delay taping for a few minutes because they were in the process of winning the Mountain West Conference. So I was like, no can do. You're going to have to wait. <laughs> but they won. So here we are. Right. Well, that is very exciting. It is. We always like it when an Idaho team can do something good. <laughs> yeah, because it's we're, we're not known for our athletics. Yeah, well, no, not for our know. academics. So, what do we got? Potatoes? Our schools are small, and you know, I mean, mm-hmm. anyway, so that is very exciting. It is. We'll take it. Yeah. So, welcome to the show. This is our Wednesday episode. And, like usual, we do have uh, three segments of the show coming your way. So, we're going to start with a little of the old WTF news. Yeah. You know, in WTF News last week, we talked about all hell breaking loose at a McDonald's. Two McDonald's, right, actually. Right, yeah. Uh, one because someone cut in line, the other because someone didn't get what they wanted, and, you know, yada yada. We've heard the story. Mm-hmm. Well, turns out something similar happened in Houston at a Dickie's barbecue. Oh, when yes. somebody, a gentleman, ordered, let's not call him a gentleman, a guy. A guy. <laughs> Seems like he's probably not a gentleman, but okay. Not so much. So this guy orders uh, carry out and gets up to the car with it. And he's not happy. His name is Andre Thomas. And Andre is pissed. Why? Well, Dickies didn't give him enough barbecue sauce. And apparently that's a crime that's worth shooting at people for. Whoa. I Mm -hmm. mean... I like barbecue sauce as much as the next guy, but maybe not that much. Well, he doesn't go in. He threatens them over the phone. Then he sits in his car and waits for the store to close and employees to come out and get in the car. And then he starts firing at them. My God. And drives down the road chasing after them, firing at them. He does strike one person uh, and breaks their arm with a firearm. Uh, with a bullet and you know scares the shit out of everybody else right well this guy obviously just needs to be behind bars uh this happened on january 21st he was actually on bond on pending charges in another case when this happened Mm. yeah 
Well, I, so I guess that's been revoked, huh? Mm-hmm. He's charged with two counts of ag- aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Uh, yeah, and has several other pending felony charges against him, including aggravated assault, burglary with intent to commit other felonies, being a felon in possession of a weapon, retaliation, aggravated assault on a family member, and verbal harassment. Good Lord. Yeah. I think this Barbara guy needs some time out time or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, this was apparently just the last straw for him. I, I, I don't know. He's way out of control. Yeah. Well, when he sh- called them to yell at them about the barbecue sauce, he told them he was going to come in and shoot up the place. Uh, you know, he didn't quite do that, but he went ahead and just started shooting them up. So I don't know what to say about this one. I mean, my God, it's just barbecue sauce. Thank God he didn't kill anybody. Yeah. So uh, you'll be relieved to know the judge did go ahead and revoke his old bonds and he has no bond on his new cases because, well, you know, he's doing this shit. So, Uh, yeah, a little too dangerous to be out in the world right now. Yeah. And Andre, bad news. I doubt they give you barbecue sauce in prison. So, yeah, I'm afraid you might not get it there. So, yeah, you done fucked up, buddy. (laughs) The last dickies for you, Andre. I guess so. Dang it. And the well. I'm not going. That's low-hanging fruit. I'm not going there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Awful. Anyway, there you go. So that is some WTF crime. That definitely is. Yeah. Well, I am going to kick it back over to you for our main case. It is a doozy. Well, isn't it, though? So... You probably are all familiar with the case of Orin and Orson West. The West boys have been missing since December 21st of 2020. They were three and four years old at the time that they went missing. This is out of California City, California. The West boys were reported missing on the 21st of December, and it was what was stated is that they were playing in the backyard and that dad left a, a gate open mm-hmm. and went to look and the kids were gone. This is the story we've been told. Mm-hmm. Um, Orson and Oren were um, adopted by the Wests. They had been their foster parents in starting in 2018. And then they adopted them in 2019. Uh, the the West family has four other children as well. Some of them adopted and some of them natural. I think two adopted and two natural. Yeah. Yeah, but they um, the West boys, the little boys were their youngest. Parents are Trizel West and Jacqueline West. And this this case has been questionable all along. Mm-hmm. Um, family has been looked at heavily. Yeah. Uh. You know, there was a huge ground search for these little boys when they went missing. This is in December. Yeah. It was cold. They were supposedly out outside alone. But, I mean, there was a search for them that went on for weeks. Oh, Nothing. The community really came together. They did. Worked really hard on behalf of these little guys. Yeah. yeah. And nothing was ever found. The family home has been searched up and down over and over again. And the backyard dug up. Mm-hmm. Nothing has ever been found of these two little things. 
which, you know, you'd think there'd be something found of these children. Yeah. But big news today. Trezell West has been charged with two counts of second degree murder. Yeah. And so now <laughs> so many questions still yeah. out there. Um, he's also charged with two counts of willful cruelty to a child and falsely reporting an emergency. Hmm. Now, what emergency would that be? Afraid it's the missing, the emergency of two missing little boys mm -hmm. on December 21st, 2020. My God, this is like the same story oh, over and times. over again. Right? I mean, I think about Ariel Kalua. I think about Dior Koontz. I think about, uh, oh, our little guy we covered a couple of weeks ago back east that, whose dad has now been charged. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cody. Uh, Cody. Yeah, yeah, Cody Bigsby. Yeah. The same old story. I don't right. know. They got outside. I don't know where they, I just can't imagine. Well, and, and adoptive parents. Yeah. You guys, I am an adoptive parent. So this is just particularly horrifying for me, uh -huh. you know, as an adoptive parent to know that when you adopt children, they've been through terrible things. Yeah. And when they come to you, it's supposed to be because now they're going to be safe. And whew. Yeah. Well, we know, we know that's not that. always the case, but boy, lately it's just seems worse yeah in this case we know that the boys were initially removed from mom's care because one of them had a broken leg yeah. like a twisted femur yeah and, and a, she of a, course uh, says she has absolutely no idea how that happened but femurs just don't twist themselves right so, no a spiral fracture is mm -hmm. always an indication of child abuse in little kids because yeah. little kids can't fall and cause a spiral fracture yeah yeah that's a twisting that has mm -hmm. to happen and that's only someone bigger and stronger can do that yeah there's a lot we don't know about mm -hmm. Orson and Oren's origins, really, because mm -hmm. it just sort of the stories that I've read anyway, mm -hmm. just sort of jump from they went into foster care in 2018, mm -hmm. then they were adopted in 2019. Well, that's not right. There's way more to this story because there has mom's to be. legal rights either had to have been severed or she voluntarily gave them up. Also, right. where's bio dad? Because you mm -hmm. have to have severed the rights of both parents in order for children to be up for adoption. You know, parents have yeah. legal rights. So there's a lot of stuff I don't understand fully about this case because I don't fully understand the history that brought these children to yeah. a point of not just being in foster care, but being adopted. Yeah. But yeah. what we know, well, okay. What we infer now mm -hmm. is that these boys have been dead all along and were probably mm -hmm. dead prior to this actual report. Yeah. Because there was just no indication at all that those kids had been there that night or had yeah. taken off out of the yard that night. I mean, all of it was a story. Yeah. Well, and yeah. you said one of the things that they noticed, the officials noticed is that there were no presents under the tree, under the Christmas tree for yeah. Orin or Orson. Yeah. Yeah. How is that? 
the day we're reporting these kids missing and it's deep into December and there are Christmas presents under the tree for all the other kids, but nothing for these two. Yeah. Almost as if you knew they wouldn't be here for Christmas. Almost hmm. as if you did. Almost also, as if these kids were missing from this house long before they were ever reported. Mm-hmm. A few things. I mean, first of all, supposedly all of the other kids had been taken to grandma's house so that mom could wrap all the Christmas presents and, you know, get the house ready for Christmas and stuff. Why not these two? Yeah. Why not, why not these, these two? two? But they the were youngest, busiest house. kids mm-hmm. in the house would have been the ones that really needed to go to grandma's house so mom could get ready. But also neighbors, some neighbors said they never saw these kids, ever. Uh, Some neighbors said that they hadn't seen them in a long time. There's kind of differing neighbor reports, but uh, a pretty constant theme from the neighbors that they don't have a clue about these kids. Well, they had lived in Bakersfield and then they moved to California City. Mm -hmm. And it does make you wonder, did those mm-hmm. kids ever actually live in that house in California City? We're not sure. We're but not it sure. appears as though mm-hmm. this was entirely a setup, the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It is. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare for these little boys who they didn't deserve any of this. They didn't deserve the abuse that they had in the first home, in their bio home. No. And and whatever all went on there that caused them to be separated from their parents, they didn't deserve this. Oh, my God. Well, and now they've been missing for 15 months. Mm-hmm. And, and all this finally... time, all this energy put into searching for them, they've been dead this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So a few things to note. Um, he's been charged, but he hasn't been arrested and brought into custody yet. And we sure hope that... Uh, that's peaceful. Yeah. That they get him into custody. I always hate it when they announce charges and they haven't actually made an arrest yet. It just seems like a pass, you know? It does. It's a strange thing. Like, that's the it's opposite really of the nervous. way it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Also, those uh, cruelty to the to children charges just really make me wonder, who's talking? Yeah. Who's talking? Who talking? I really, especially since there's no charges on mom, I that my money's on her that she's talking. Mm-hmm. I know. I think that too, because yeah, so far Jacqueline hasn't been charged. Mm-mm. And yeah, all of a sudden now, just out of the blue, he's charged with murder. Mm-hmm. We don't know if they have a location on the children's bodies. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one of the things that they brought in dogs looking for these boys. Mm-hmm. They did find some scent of them in the house. But they never found any scent of them outside the house. Yeah. I mean, none of it has ever made sense. I suspect mm-hmm. that law enforcement have believed that this was the family the entire time. Oh, I think so. I With think information like that, you know, there's just too much here that says... No, this was a setup from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe that's true. Yeah. And and I think law enforcement did know because they've looked and looked and looked at them. But they have. I mean, they've looked deeply. But that's mm-hmm. why I really question, like, how much did these kids ever even live in that house? Right. No, it really, really makes you wonder for sure. 
the community has been relentless. I mean, the law enforcement has been oh, relentless. Yeah. They've said in interviews, these are our children now. And yeah. we're not having this. And we're not going to stop until we find these kids or figure out what happened to them. I mean, this is not a case that's just gone cold and been swept under the rug. It might feel like it because it's taken a long time. Right. But they've not stopped working on this case and trying to figure no. it out. You want to know a weird parallel between this case and the Dior Coons case? Oh, yeah. Tell us. When everyone was out searching for Dior Coons out in the wilderness, his parents were seen laughing it up and holding hands and shopping it up at a sex toy shop. And people were pissed about that and disgusted about it. Guess who else did that? These West Fools were yeah. seen at a sex shop while the rest of the community were out hunting for their kids. What the hell? Yeah, what the hell? What the hell yeah. is they they know absolutely where those children are and yep. they're not worried about it at all. They think they're getting away with it in this situation, you know, just yeah. as in the other one. Absolutely. Absolutely, that's true. Yeah, that just kills me. But anyway, I think it's really gonna be interesting the next few days to see. What happens when we get him to court? Right. Know, if we get him to court, I'm not going to rest, you know, easy until we see him actually arrested because this and is a little uh, information out there before he is, you know? I don't know. I don't like that. I don't either. I do not like that. It's strange, but it's out there on a bunch of different news sites. Like it's not, Oh yeah. you know, and it's on the, um, registry or whatever whatever you call it when they register the you know like the arrest warrants and stuff all of that is public mm -hmm. but they don't have him in custody well as of the last story we could find they don't have him in custody now it's possible that they do now the last story we found was written uh closed at about five o'clock so we're hoping that by the end of the you know this evening and into wednesday morning we are going to see him actually arrested yeah yeah but at this point they already know the answers before they even ask him the questions clearly yes yep yeah and i agree my money's on mom mm -hmm. mom knows what's happened mm -hmm. she's finally decided she's not covering anymore yep and you know we'll see Mm -hmm. But this is a big one. This is one of those um, missing child cases that's been going on for such a long time. Yeah. <clears throat> it's one of those really well-known ones. Everybody knows when you say, you know, the West Boys, everybody, you know, in the true crime world, everybody knows who mm -hmm. this case is. Yeah. So this case is going to have a lot of attention on it. Yeah. And it may be that they've just been in the background building their case this whole time, you know, and that's what the police do. And that's what we have to let them do in situations mm -hmm. like this. You know, we don't always know everything right up front, and that's because they have to, you know, prepare a case so that they can make their arrests. And yeah, they've, but I don't doubt for a minute that they have believed that this was the, this, that this happened with the family the whole time. Totally. Totally, totally. Yep. But what the hell? What is going on with adoptive families right now? God, I don't know. And the one of the grandmas, well, the, the 
the family, adopted family, the the grandparents have been so gross and so um, covering, maybe. I'm not saying that they knew or they didn't know, but they have really, they've been gross. Like the way they have uh, sheltered these two and spoken to the news and the media and stuff is awful. We do know that uh, in the middle of this month, right around the 15th of February, there was a female detective at grandma's house. Uh Uh, uh, Somebody had reported seeing uh, the female detective that's been um, one of the leads on this case in her yard talking to her at the fence. So that was interesting. That was something that was kind of giving some people some hope, like maybe there's some movement on this case. Maybe something's coming. And now here we are two weeks later and there's charges. Right. So I think that's interesting. It'll be interesting to see if there's any connection to that. Right. It will be. You know, the other interesting thing is that the Wests moved out of that house immediately after this mm-hmm. happened and they moved back to Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine if you thought your little children were missing from your home, you would move out of it immediately. Right. And not stay there and keep And for a while they couldn't go there because crime scene and all that stuff. But Right. But they just never went back. Mm -hmm. They know those kids aren't coming home. Mm -hmm. They know those kids aren't out there lost somewhere. They know. They knew then. In cases of families where someone goes missing, somebody keeps the family home forever in case that person comes home. Mm -hmm. You know, it just, there's so many red flags here that, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just really disturbing and sad. Totally. Now, according to the police, the adoptive parents have been cooperative, but they have removed all all four of the other kids from their care. They really have to until they know. Mm Mm-hmm. Are they involved? That's pretty um, standard standard, in a case like this. Um, I'm just going to show you a picture of Warren and Orson because they're the cutest little boys. Three and four at the time that they went missing. Yep. Just little sweethearts. These poor guys. Yeah. I'm glad that that, you know, is the case though, that the kids have been, you know, removed because... There's no way to prove that they're safe in this home right now, you no. know, no, with definitely parents no. right now. Well, and there's two more adopted kids. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that they're any more or less safe than the bio kids, but not feeling comfy. So no, I mean, cause why these two, right. You know, what went down with these two little boys? I mean, but that also means that the bio kids, all four of the other kids, have been out of their custody now for about 14 months. Yeah. Could be another motivator for a family member to finally speak up about what they know. That they, you know, mm-hmm. are tired of these kids being separated like this. Well, also, what do the other kids know? Yeah. You know? We know that in some of the other cases that have come down the pipe recently, uh, it's because some of the older kids finally spoke up and said right? they know. And all of the kids are older than these two little mm-hmm. boys. We don't yeah. know their ages exactly, but they are older. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we are going to keep a close eye, of course, on this yeah. situation. We will be reporting about it in our case updates as you know, mm-hmm. as soon as we know more. But we actually changed topics. This was going to be, we weren't going to talk about this tonight, but 
or you know, on this episode, but we decided to be better since it, you know, this is this big happened. news. Yeah. There's actual, at least some kind of movement. And the fact that they know, you know, that they can charge him with their murders, they probably know where their bodies are or have some idea. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to learn a lot here in the next couple of weeks, I think, on this yeah, case. When they get so, him into court and yeah. all that stuff, we're going to start learning some more things. Yeah. So, you know how it goes. The prosecutor, they'll hold you know, as much as they can closely. And then they'll keep eking out a little bit and a little bit as we head back to court over and over. And that's how this case will be too. And we'll learn a little more and a little more until we get the whole story, but we will be here for it for sure. Hopefully by the time we come back tonight for case updates, we will have at least a report on uh, Trizel being taken into custody. So, right. And if they release the arrest warrant, then that will help us too. Usually there's a little bit in the arrest warrant, Mm-hmm. more than what we know now other than charges yeah. so yeah we will continue to uh cover that and give you updates as we find them yeah and i know katie you have a creepy crime for us tonight today. i do yeah one contractor in houston was met with a very creepy criminal recently Oh, he was working on renovating a bathroom for a client. Uh, They weren't the homeowners weren't home and the home was broken into. The home was broken into by a guy wearing a mask. That's why it's creepy. The police actually called this creepy. So I knew I had to report on it (laughs) and call it creepy crime. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you a video of it here in just a minute. But he was wearing a scream mask. Oh, good lord! Yeah, mm-hmm. that would that would freak you out just a little bit. That's creepy. Uh, he was also listening to a police scanner. Oh, so he beat the contractor with a pipe mm-hmm. in the bathroom and then tied him up, and then spent an hour rifling through the house, going through people's stuff, and. Presumably stealing things. We don't know exactly what was stolen. Uh, or maybe what he was looking for to spend that much time. For. Yeah. It's like he knew what he was doing there, maybe. Uh, yeah, I thought so, too. The whole time, listening to the police scanner and wearing this creepy-ass mask. And then eventually gets in the contractor's pickup and leaves. Oh, wow. So we oh, added right. Grand Theft Auto to the list, huh? Yeah, so I'm going to show you a video, and you can hear in the video, you can hear him listening to the police. that's how the whole thing goes yikes listening to the scanner wearing the mask the gloves all but yes the way he's sorting through things and going through stuff makes you think he's yeah. looking for something pretty specific well get around in the back of in the back seat of that pickup like what was he looking for mm-hmm. 
But how terrifying for the poor contractor. It's not even his house. No. To have that happen and get beat up and tied up and have your truck stolen. All the while by this psycho wearing this mask. I can't imagine how scary that must have been. Uh, Yeah, that is very creepy. Mm -hmm. So as far as we know, uh, he has not been apprehended. Nor have they released what he stole, if he stole, what he did. So there's Mm -hmm. a lot we don't know about this case, but I thought it was uh, of interest and certainly a creepy crime. So there you go. Most definitely. Yikes. Well, thanks for that, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as... (laughs) as we know this is our wednesday episode we'll be back tonight at 7 p.m mountain for our wednesday night case updates live stream we live stream that on youtube and facebook and then we also post it after the fact to the podcast and then we will be back on thursday night also at 7 p.m mountain live streaming to facebook and youtube and that is the for the psychic hour and we will be doing uh, marching orders for every sun sign for the month of March. So, yes, we've had a lot of great content this week and more coming. So don't forget to come back tonight for case updates. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of movement. Yeah, a lot of interesting stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you know it. We are True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Thanks for being here. Take care. (laughs) 